Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti, and you're listening to a very special episode of Music You're Missing, live from the 10th anniversary of Levitate Music Festival in Marshfield, Massachusetts. If you're new to Music You're Missing, we're an artist interview podcast and Spotify playlist based in Boston. I speak with artists who stray ever so slightly from the mainstream, and then I put my favorite tracks of theirs on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist. Music You're Missing also throws concerts with rising artists, so if you're in the Boston area, definitely keep up with us on Instagram at Music You're Missing. In this episode, I speak to Lime Cordial, the Sydney-formed brother duo who have been touring the world for over 10 years. They have such a fun energy, a great style, and they truly put on an epic show. I spoke with them backstage about Levitate, working with Idris Elba, the relationship with the Wiggles, new music, and much more. I'm excited to bring you Lime Cordial on Music You're Missing. Thank you so much for joining me yeah. live at Levitate. Hell yeah. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. It's cooking. It is cooking. It's cooking. It's, it's cooking. How do, you, how do we feel about the weather? Because I feel like it's like a, it, we have a different kind of humidity out here. It's like kind of hot as balls. I love the humidity. Yeah. I love getting sweaty. Love it. Love, love the heat. That's yeah. for sure. And you guys, like our sun is really harsh. Yeah. The UV scale, whatever the... <laughs> Whatever, the, whatever number you get to, <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it actually fries you. Look at our crow's feet. We're actually only 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. We've got, like, we've got yeah, some pretty messed up faces. You, you, it, 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 you step out in the sun and you like shrivel up yeah. in you Australia. Age, well, I'm, well, I'm kind of getting that you're not phased by the sun. I'm loving the fits, first of all. That's something you're definitely known for is your style. But yeah. it's it's hot, but we're rocking the fit. It's, no, it's simple, but it's... it's, it's you tried. Yeah. You put effort into it. Well, he's I don't know. Up for a second. <laughs> I don't know. I put effort into it, to be honest. No, look at those shorts. Those are custom made. Yeah, those are beautiful. <laughs> they, it's just character. It's character Rob. building. <laughs> um, so, Lime Cordial. Um, well said, well said. Of course. Thank you, thank you. Um, beautiful name, by the way. I, I, I always hate asking artists what their names mean, because I should know that. But I'm curious. How did we come up with Lime Cordial? Lime, Lime is from our last name, Limebach. It's German. We're German. brothers, by the way. So yeah, Louis Leinbach, Oli Leinbach. Bach. We don't. We never say it like that. We yeah. just say Leinbach. Our dad's actually American, you know. So he was born in New York, grew up in San Diego, and um, Leinbach comes back, goes back a few generations to some German heritage that we have no idea. We haven't. We haven't done the ancestry.com thing yet, um, but don't think we will. Don't, it's better it, not knowing. Might ruin the family. Some crazy uh, shit pops up when yeah, you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mom? Um, so, yeah, it, we were actually in a in the south of France and our, on our mum's side, she's got a festival called Musique Cordiale, which is a little classical music festival. We were over there um, attending that festival. I was probably 18, Louis was 16, something like that, and we, I don't know, we made a little joke that... Um, Maybe we should start a band called Lime Cordial. We're already calling ourselves the Limes anyway, just like as nicknames. So it seemed to work and we regretted it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and our that... auntie's never forgiven us. She's like, you stole yeah. my name. Yeah. I think it's actually a nice blend of honoring your dad's side and your mom's side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a family crest on my arm. There you go. <laughs> so obviously, we're at Levitate in Marshfield. I, you mentioned you know, from Australia. I can't imagine there's ever been a time where you found yourself in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Uh, have you, True. have you yeah. been able to experience 
life beyond the, these grounds. We, seen... play, we played in Boston last year and it was wild. It was great. It was you... probably our best American show. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, there's something about the like Irish blood behind you guys. It's just like... It's, <laughs> yeah. I'm a super drinking. Italian, but yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's rowdiness. Almost needed to be like, oh, settle down for a second. <laughs> All right, just yeah. chill. Let us just play a couple of songs. Um, no, it was good because like our... The, our Irish shows are probably our favourite shows um, that we play. And so playing Boston last year matched that. Definitely wow. matched it. So um, it's really exciting. I don't know if Lev- we haven't played Levitate yet, so who knows? It's, um, it's, it, Levitate only is... just open. I don't know what the demographics like. Could be a couple of grannies put, putting some chairs <laughs> down <laughs> with, their, with their coolers on the side. A lot of chairs, a right. lot of which coolers. Is also, which is also good, but maybe then they'll get up and just like start screaming. Oh, throw throw me hip. Throw the chairs around. <laughs> My hips busted. That's from Massey. <laughs> That's actually what I wanted to ask you about because Levitate is really well known for its like chill, relaxing vibes. And I was curious, you know, when when you go into a festival set, do you take that into consideration, or are you just gonna stick true to your set regardless of no, the festival? No, I reckon you just you just kind of send it. Yeah, they, yeah. They like hate you or they love you. I don't know. It's just sort of it's a gamble. Yeah. And the funny thing about playing festivals is that, like, you don't necessarily know whether anyone is there to see you. Mm-hmm. At your own shows, they've bought tickets to see you. Yeah. So you can kind of, like, be weird and you feel like you can get away with whatever. But at festivals, um, I feel like years ago, we were maybe a little bit self-conscious because we'd just be like, oh, I don't know if anyone really likes us or cares about us. They might just be standing here waiting for um, Donovan Frank and ready to go on a bit later. But um, we just, we stopped caring about that. And like, since then, it's like, we love, love playing festivals because you, you sort of see people's faces like, <laughs> what, the, what am I witnessing? Who are these weirdos? I mean, yeah. that's a huge feat though, to like get over the, the nervousness. Yeah, do, do you yeah. feel that way going into today? Um, do I feel nervous? No, I, I, I don't. Like, Louis gets a little bit nervous. I get nervous. Um, for shows. But I think, like, yeah, we, we definitely don't care about, like, we just, we, we're pretty good at just being ourselves now, I think, at shows. We did get over that. And that it took makes a while it, to get over yeah. it. It's something you're like, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Which is really interesting for me to hear because, like, you guys are, you've been churning out music for years. You're, like, a well-established Yeah, but, machine. like, even with the music making, you know, it, like, at the start of your music making, you, you're trying to be this or you're trying to be that or you're, like, will we get played on radio if we write this sort of song? Um, or maybe we should be a bit more like that band because they're, like, blowing up and seem really popular at the moment yeah um, but then you get over that as well and you start going oh let's just write like what we like and yeah. then you start creating your sound yeah, the whole like what's our sound and like let's put it in a box like that that's the thing that you got to get over as yeah. well some bands just like do it from the get go I don't know how yeah, they do it they like, like have a memo they're like we you know we're an indie blah 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 band and you play synths and I play guitar and we have drums on track they're like planned out but we would never we never planned anything you know we just sort of started zero plan zero knowledge of the music industry and worked it out as we went so. that's why it was probably eight years of shock Shocking, <laughs> yeah. shockingness. 
So, I mean, one thing that, that happened to you, I feel like that you couldn't have, have planned for is the Wiggles covered one of your songs, Apple Crumble. Yeah, we're in the States. Yeah, we're in the oh, States. Oh, oh, I grew up on the Wiggles. See, in the UK, oh. no one knows the Wiggles. Oh, in no the way. the States, they played like Madison Square Garden and stuff. <laughs> they're like, huge. Like, they're like headliner status. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised we're not headlining Levitate, honestly. <laughs> you know what? We, um... So we've met the Wiggles a bunch of times now, and like, that's that. First of all, that's the coolest sentence that, anyone yeah. has ever said. Like that's a, that's bucket list material right there. We were at the like music awards in Australia, and we're out on the balcony just having a breather. There's a lot of wankers there, you know. So you having a breather, and then we see the Wiggles come to the the door, and and they're so wiggly in real life. They're like, oh, trying to open the door, and like, we're. And we're like, oh, the, the Wiggles are trying to get outside. And so, like, Louis let them, you know, press a button. And they came out and they're like, oh, we wanted to come and say hi and meet you guys. I'm wondering if we could come get a photo. And we were just like, what? <laughs> like, that is, we want to get a photo with you. Like, we're too nervous to approach. And, um, and they wiggled on in and we and got a little wiggly. And they are wiggly. It's almost like they walk like this. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great things in Australia is because everyone grew up on that music. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you did as well. You know, like, two, two, chugga, chugga, big red car. Everyone, like, knows that. And it's a bit of an anthem. But they do these, like, over 18 shows in Australia now. Yeah. They do these open, over 18, like, quite big club When the bar's shows. open and everyone's getting drunk. So everyone's just like, chug, 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 No chug, way. Yeah, so and it's they, with they the original Wiggles, so and all the, the ones that we grew up on. As they would to like little yeah. kids. Yeah, and they don't all change the banter it. is the same. They're like, hey, everybody. Now, kids, <laughs> we're going to step to the right, step to the left. And they sell out like, oh, uh, so quick. I haven't been to one. They invited us, they played a, a stadium show and they invited us to get up and, and, and play Apple Crumble. But we couldn't make it. We had another show that day, but that would have been awesome. Um, there was a moment where I was sitting at a pub in the city, just out on the, like, on the road, having a beer, and the Red Wiggle, I saw him walking by, and I was like, if he stops and says hello to me, like, and remembers me, like, I'm, I can, I feel like I can say I'm friends with the Wiggles now. And he did, and he stopped, and he was like, oh, hey, how are you? And we had a little chat, and I was like, yes! Yeah, that six-pack of beer under his arm, you're like, oh. We're mates with the Wiggles. Yeah, I love that so much. I mean, that's a huge, that now made me want to, like, go to that show. I, I, oh, yeah. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for it's an American. traveling to Australia for. Like 24, I think the flight's like 24 hours. Actually, you guys are know. Didn't you just, like, kind of recently get in the States? Like, yeah. are you not... Are you, how, how's your mind right now? Are you? Yeah, it takes a while to get over it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. You're fine anyway when you're touring. Yeah. I know. I was talking to your tour manager. We were helping you plan a vacation, like your two-day off vacation. So I really hope uh, yeah. you get what you need from that. You get some river. You get some yeah. mountain time. Yeah. You just need to be like a forest and a swim. You just want to swim. Yeah, you always say you're going to do some fitness and yoga and meditation and then you end up just drinking beers <laughs> yeah. i feel that so i know you all have to hit the stage real soon but i want to bring it back to apple crumble specifically that whole project with idris elba i know it started as a one song thing and turned into a whole ep and i hear there's a rumor that you're sitting on two more unreleased songs that is true um yeah we have two unreleased songs and he texted me I, haven't, I actually haven't told you this but he texted me um, the other day just before coming to Australia 
and sent us like another demo that he was working on. It was like, do you guys want to work on this whilst you're like on the road? So like he's really fun to make music with. It's really easy to make music with as well. So um, I would love to, like I really think that there should be an Idris Elba album like a solo project and I'd love to help him out on that one and, and kind of like be in the studio with him on that because um, so I don't know like we all say that we really love that EP but I was listening to an interview that he did recently and he said that like those songs were some of his favourite songs that he's ever written so I was like oh man like for him to say that not yeah. knowing that we'd be listening to this you know like that I was really stoked so then I texted him and was like, yeah, let's, let's do some more shit. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome, too, that he felt like a level of comfort to experiment with his already established sound with you guys, because clearly he did like a sonic change up. And I mean, the stuff that came out of that was was so sick. Yeah, it's like really so. I mean, we learned, learned a lot from it and he learned a lot from it as well. Like he wasn't, he didn't consider himself a singer before that. You know, he was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a DJ and I'm, I like, feature on hip-hop songs you know and, and dance tunes so he I think now he's like like this song that he sent to us recently is really he's singing through the whole thing it's like a slow soul soulful song yeah interesting yeah. well I'm excited to hear the the potential new releases coming yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said we talked about the wiggles we talked about Idris Elba I want to talk about you guys you just dropped a brand new single um, called imposter syndrome which again kind of bring it back to what I was saying before like really surprised me to hear that kind of take from you guys as established <laughs> singers at least in my book is that something you still deal with like do you feel like you deal with imposter syndrome yeah I reckon definitely I feel like more more than ever really yeah like the more I don't know you more the more you're doing it the more success yeah I guess you're getting the more imposter syndrome you're getting I think we deal with it in like different ways the two of us as well like Louis is like way more introverted than I am and often um, when pressure builds up and like we have to do a bunch of um, well I don't know if there's like a really intense bunch of interviews I mean this is a relaxed interview don't worry but uh, you know a really intense bunch of interviews and all we have to go and do a, a live thing on TV or strip it down and do an acoustic set like that shit can get really scary and yeah. often like Louis will go like man I don't we can't do this shit you know we don't we don't sound good acoustically so like and, and kind of have a bit of a I'm a big banger and I go I almost go the opposite way and just like even though I might be agreeing with him that I'm like I, I don't I don't think we should do this acoustically I go the other way and go no let's just do it and no one will even hear it you know and I kind of like had this other yeah weird imposter syndrome where I get this like faux confidence you know so it's interesting I think a lot of everyone deals with it and, and I think it's like you know there's people that write say like I wrote this song in a day and you're like well our song took us six months to write Just, and so then you start thinking like do are we like not very good songwriters because or are we fakes because we took six months writing this yeah. song you know, and that, like imposter syndrome itself, like actually did take that long. You know, because we kept getting over it, kept thinking like, oh, that verse sucks. Like we should rewrite that. And kept changing the stuff, and That's so it's like kind of ironic that that yeah. song, like there was imposter syndrome, 
like, you know, throughout that whole process. I mean, I really respect the vulnerability that you're able to share about that because, I mean, obviously I talked to a bunch of artists and everyone has that sentiment, but I do feel like, like what you're saying, when it is on a larger scale, artists aren't going to be on the microphone and be like, oh, I'm scared about this. Like, no, you're on TV. You have to like pretend like you know what the fuck you're doing. Um, but yeah, no, I, you're certainly not alone. And especially now with like TikTok and social media, it's so hard not to compare yourself to everyone oh, regardless man. of where you are yeah, yeah. in your career yeah. and it's weird a lot of the comparison just happens like you're only comparing yourself against like the bands that you grew up with like you know all the bands that grew alongside you you know like we're doing quite well as a band but then there might be a band from like our hometown that like sells out a bigger venue and we're like yeah shit and then you think you, you feel like you're absolutely hopeless yeah and it's also hard not to be like jealous like that's a very yeah, yeah, natural yeah. reaction and then all like yeah which sucks it's like yeah. <laughs> feeling right it, you definitely get that feeling but it sucks so that yeah, there is jealousy or even competitiveness yeah. yeah and social media is so hard because you like you're looking at numbers like how many likes and or how many streams you've got on spotify and it's like really doesn't matter in the end you know it's like if you if you can put on a show and there's a pe hundred people there like that's way more impactful than, than having 10,000 likes on a, on a photo you know um, yeah like it really I think everything comes back to face to face interactions with people and um, uh, or, or someone just enjoying your song and listening to your song like yeah for sure We're doing a doing a TikTok about like making your favorite smoothie or whatever like as a band with your song in the background really yeah has it's it's quite irrelevant well we're, we're getting some face-to-face -face interaction tonight at Levitate or today I should say I'm really excited obviously for this set that being said definitely gonna let you go hit the stage but before that I like to wrap up every interview with this question your artists I know you know what your goals are professionally but I'm curious like what are some personal goals that you guys have to accomplish in like the near future I don't know just Write good music. <laughs> I don't know what the goals are. That's not personal. Are. That's the band goal. Oh, yeah. Personal goals. I don't know. I mean, I think, um, you know, we are, are so obsessed with the band. You know, like every waking moment um, we spend thinking about the band and music and our touring coming up and everything. Like, I think, yeah, even just a goal over the next year is maybe, like, have a, like a nice like month of a surf trip or a holiday or or something where we get some un get that unwind fixed, huh? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just just kind of like and get a bit bit of inspiration for like what what is next coming up next you know so again like comparing yourself to people you get obsessed with like i need to work every day i need to keep pushing things forward but you got to also just like experience a few new things we are experiencing things like this is our first time in in um in massey no we've been to boston but you know it's our first time in this yeah, area this so is like hardcore massachusetts every day yeah. but um i think experiencing something weird and wonderful to then just you know help us on the move forward anyway yeah well lime cordial thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate it also i'm probably gonna get a nose job that'll be that'll be our that's probably a personal goal yeah. get this get this big nose fixed